What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cawson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wind Down. I'm so excited. <laughs> Said no one ever. That's such a trigger because that song bombed. Said no one ever. Yeah, well, it's still a fun song. Yeah. There you go. Um... We have an interesting podcast today. By the way, that was an interesting start. We can cut it. No. I was just trying to get you give you something. Um, we have an interesting podcast today. We have Rachel Yucatel on today. Um, she is one of Tiger's mistresses. Tiger Woods. Yes. I feel like he kind of is like a one namer. It's like Oprah. <laughs> you never know. Our listeners are primarily <laughs> the other tiger. Our our listeners are primarily female. Who's the other tiger? Was that She's a joke? Joking. Oh, okay, yeah. See exactly. <laughs> There's the only one tiger. Tiger King. Who's that? Oh, I mean, I would say, who's the what's the guy's name? Tiger King. Exactly. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. There you go. Um, but anyways, so this is gonna be interesting. I, yeah. All right, here's a scoop. This is going to suck for Jan and I. It's going to be triggering. It's going to be uncomfortable. But y'all love that. (laughs) (laughs) So you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. No. So we're going to talk to her. We're going to ask her some questions that might even make you as a listener squirm. It's going to sure as hell make us squirm. (laughs) Um, But you know, here's the thing is. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, Jana and I know we're in a better place now than than we have been for years in the past, and we're going to still be professional about it and address address things and you know make the most of it just for you know a learning situation for all of us. Yeah, I mean, I, it, yeah, I mean, it's it stinks because of course things come up and things, it's. And I think one of the things that I have a hard time with is like, oh, why are we, you know, dragging Mike through the mud again or bringing it back up? But it's like, well, this is this is our story. Unfortunately, this one's going to bring up our story a little bit more. Um, but it just it, it sucks for both of us. It sucks for you. It sucks for me. Um, but I feel like it's interesting because I remember I had a conversation since we're going there. Let's just go there completely. I had a conversation with one of your 
affair girls and I remember asking her did you not even think about me like even after you found out who I was and I was pregnant and I was married like you didn't like and that's my that's my issue with girls like Rachel did you not think of me the wife and like how that would gut me Mm -hmm. like I understand no I know and and it's the same thing for the husband like why didn't you think of me too you know I know it's two people to tango and it's not just her fault and it's not just Tiger's fault it's both of them you know it's equally their faults Mm -hmm. but you know I know that's the same question like why wouldn't you think of me but then the woman too I'm like you're a woman like don't you know that you're killing another woman right now right what do you think I see Mark coming on well, I feel like there is a tendency sometimes, and I'm not sure what the psychological element of this is, but there does seem to be a tendency to blame the woman almost more than the man in some of these situations. I'm not talking about your uh, situation specifically, but it does seem like she it, she receives the ire, the, the, the real anger goes to her, where he's just a dumb guy who did a stupid thing. But women need to stick together. How can they betray each other like that? Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally hear you on that. I mean, I... I feel like I equally um, killed both of you (laughs) in the situation. But um, no, I I do think the woman gets a bad, a worser name. I mean, Tiger can move on and he can go to winning championships again. And this girl has the the scarlet letter um, on her. So that that sucks, I think, as a a woman. But, um, you know, I... I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I mean, I know I remember obviously getting upset with you, but when I talked to your one affair, it's like, that's just what I couldn't understand. Cause I'm just like, I, I wanted her to say that she did think of me, that she did feel sorry, you know? And I don't know if there's the empathy there, you know, it, it felt like such a, so I don't know. So I, I remember leaving that conversation and just hating how that conversation went. And so that's where I feel like it might come up super triggering for me because it's just she represents all the women that I was like, you know, that mm-hmm. I hate that, you know, I've had to work past. And I know at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with, you know, me or the, it's just it's just a shitty situation. But yeah, she. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. I'm no, sorry. go ahead. Oh. I was just going to say, you know, it's, I can totally understand that. Like, because women, you know, there is that, that almost expectation of women uni- unity against, you know, against men, against, you know, we got to have each other's back and all that. And, and a guy doing it is just an asshole doing it. And, you know, I think the reminder that I have is just being someone in that situation, whether it male or fe- whether it's the woman or the male, neither one of them are thinking about anybody else. Infidelity is a selfish act. Being with someone who's taken is a selfish act. So it's, you know, that question is asked, like, how could you not think of the wife? How could you not think of, of, his, of his kids or whatever? Well, the truth is they're not because they're thinking selfishly whether for their own needs or because the person that they're doing it with has painted a different picture than the actual reality right where the husband or the wife is like oh no i'm we're separated or i'm leaving them or no no no, we're basically divorced and when really at home that you would think the complete opposite so it's it's all just it's selfish acts manipulation and selfishness which I mean is unfortunate. Did you say to them where we were at? Like, did you say to them, "Oh, we're on the brink of a divorce"? Or when I was pregnant? I, I don't remember. I don't think I ever said anything like that. Because I have my own addictive, selfish reasons I was doing things. But, <clears throat> so yeah. What were you going to say, Mark? 
I was going to ask about that conversation. Did she defend herself? Um, did she, was she, um, did she regret her actions? Was she contrite? What was her kind of general demeanor? Defensive? She, one that I talked to was just like, so sorry. And then the one other girl I talked to was who was affected me the most because it was more times. She she didn't seem apologetic and it really, really, really upset me. I wanted her to be, I wanted to feel her apology, you know, and I didn't feel like she wasn't, she didn't even cry. Like she, she was just like, I mean, I knew you were pregnant and I knew like, you know, but like it wasn't anything. And I'm like, you can't say it wasn't anything. Like that's, just say you're sorry. Like show some empathy or something, you know? And granted, was I nice? No. You know, I was angry and I was mean and I said some really mean things. I can own that. And, but I think I was getting angry because I wasn't getting any empathy. It was just like, just, I don't even remember her even saying sorry. And I think maybe that haunted me made it worse because, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, she just kind of blamed it on things. And I'm like, again, I don't want to hear your story. I just want you to say you're sorry. That's it. I just need you to say you're sorry. And probably the sorry wouldn't have done anything for me in the moment. But feeling like her sorry would have probably helped me heal a little bit. Because I know it wasn't just on her. I totally get that. But yeah. I mean, I have to commend you two for doing this, for going through this, for doing this interview, for sitting here for an hour. I mean, this is, I can, just Mike's body language. I mean, I know this is brutal for both of you. I hope it's helpful for people because I can tell you guys are really going to struggle through this today. Appreciate it. And yeah. So, but again, we'll, we'll make the most of it so people can hopefully benefit from it. Because this is, you know. Yeah. I just think the best thing is to remember this is like where we're at now, you know. Mm -hmm. But those, you know, those memories are, they're deep and they're down in the depths of it, you know. So it's, I think that's why we fought the most during our book tour was because bringing up those things aren't easy, you know. Now, granted, we do it because we want to help other people, you know, but going to the depths of some of the things that we talked about in the book and this it's like no wonder why like we were fighting those two weeks the most we've fought like entire quarantine because we're we're talking about things that are really hard for both of us for like seven hours a day yeah and then yeah but you know i think it's funny that when people that have commented on whether this podcast or commented on <laughs> posts or commented on whatever and they say or you know publications or news or whatever about us and they say that why are why is the media why are so-and-so still making these this couple relevant they're just trying to make money off of their problems and <laughs> and it's just comical to jan and i because we're like first of all Where's the money? Because <laughs> we don't see it. And two, what, you know, that just goes to show they don't know us. They're just making these false, you know, assumptions that that's not who we are as people. Our genuine motivation to talk about this stuff is to help those of you who have gone through or are going through something similar. And to try to lessen the blow for people that are going through this and not positively normalizing the conversation but normalizing it to a sense of you don't have to live in secret you can find ways to work it out if you want to if you choose to and move past the pain so haters gonna hate but you know because i think either way it's both sides like neither one of us wants to bring up the stuff but again Hell we've no. seen you know we've we've seen the the benefit of helping people and 
you know. Yeah, that's what drives us. There was a someone that, and I just need to remind myself of this, and you too right now. Um, uh, she goes, I wanted to drop and say thank you. The good fight is saving me and my marriage one chapter at a time. And while I'm sure y'all hear this all the time, I rarely... I really appreciate the bravery and vulnerability that went into every page. I feel so isolated and alone in my personal and marital struggles to the point of feeling paralyzed and expressing my feelings, insecurities, and doubts to my husband. Mm. Little did he know, little did I know he was feeling the same way. And y'all have opened so many doors for us in so many ways. We are learning and growing together in such immeasurable bounds just by reading and meditating on y'all's words each day. God was pulling at my heart to read the good fight, and now I understand why. So thank you a million times for sharing y'all's story with the world. It's truly saved me. So I think remembering those things that, like, it is helpful, even though some people that don't understand our story don't understand why we have guests like this and (laughs) want to bring up these feelings. But Mm -hmm. hopefully we've done enough therapy and have enough tools that at the end of this episode we can – let whatever feelings come up and not be mean and be angry and shame because I know I probably would say some like really mean things afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anyways. What's your feeling about Rachel before we get her on? Do you feel... I hate her, honestly. Yeah, and that's right. a really that's... mean thing to say. I don't know her. I don't like... But it's... She's the face of someone else I hate. Mm. And that's... And that's where it, that's where I feel bad because I don't know her story. You know, I mean, I, I know that she lost someone in 9-11 and that's terrible and I can't imagine how that's affected her. But yeah, she is the face of someone I don't like. And so it's going to be hard for me to take the picture of who I'm picturing and see just her, if that makes sense. It, 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 you, you and Mike have gone through a lot together and he's done a lot to work on himself. Is there a benefit of the doubt to be given to her that she's done a lot to work on herself over the past 10 years and she's not the person she once was? Didn't she, wasn't there an article that just came out though that she just broke up another marriage? Mm. So yeah. that's where I'm kind of like, yeah, you know. And that's, and oh. that, and that. <laughs> Marco, oh, okay, well. <laughs> well, that's what I want to ask her because I'm interested, you know, I think, that I make up that could be one of those situations because I read the article and the wife was like completely blindsided by this where he like had a sat down, sit down his three stepkids. They're all from her previous marriage and basically tell them like he's basically leaving and started secretly setting up things and, and moves to get out of there. And then like beginning of December, he's like, all right, I'm out. And she's like, the wife's like, wait, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> and so I don't know if he had been telling Rachel things like ah we're basically divorced ah, i don't i want out anyway they're not even my kids i you know so i don't know yeah and so and that's that's where i'm not i'm not justifying people in her situation whether male or female i'm just open to hearing their explanation because if if you sat there and you met someone and they told you yeah we're we, you know we're separated barely even talk we're on our way out Papers are filed. You don't know for sure. Well, I mean, that's kind of our situation. We were separated and I, you know. Right. But I'm saying if, to you that was reality, but I'm saying if at home that was not at all the case. Oh, right, 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 right. I see what, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, so she's yeah. receiving that information. She's like, oh, so he's available. He's he's just, the paperwork has to be processed. Sure. So maybe, Mark. I don't so know. So you don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's all I'm saying is. You never know. And I get people. I mean, I have people that reach out to that are women on the other side that say they're the ones that cheated. And again, I've been unfaithful, but it hasn't been to a married man, but um, in past relationships. Um, But yeah, so I get it happens. I get the heart wants what the heart wants. Um, But I think... and because I've been in the situation as the wife, that's where I think it just hits a little harder personally for me and for Mike. But no, for sure. Um, I believe we should take a break below the nose <laughs> and get Rachel on. Hey 
there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you my medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor, you get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I gotta stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. All righty. Well, Rachel, um, Thank you for coming on our show with us and, and winding down. And we already introduced you and, you know, talked about some of the things along your history and our history and shared open, you know, wounds that we've gone through in our relationship. And uh, to be, you know, completely honest, it's triggering for us to talk about some of the things we want to talk about with you, um, you know, because of the affairs I had on Jana and, you know, this bringing up you know, just triggers of her past and mine. Um, so it's things personally that we're, we 
have done a lot of work around um, individually and as a couple. But we always like to talk about these, not like to, we discuss these kind of things with our viewers because we understand a lot of this isn't talked about in a healthy way. And so having you on, we wanted you to be able to express yourself and maybe, you know, things that you've done and, and things that we can expect from you coming up in the future and even what to hear from you on, on the documentary on HBO. Okay. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm um, big fans of you guys. I um, have followed you guys along your path and, um, and uh, I, I respect what you guys have gone through and um, I'm so glad to see you guys sitting together and I, I'm so honored to be on your show and out of all the interviews that I'm doing, I have to honestly say I um, am most excited to be sitting with you guys through mm. this whole experience, like genuinely, because love addiction is what um, I want to talk about most. Like everyone wants to talk about Tiger Woods and the fact that I'm on the HBO documentary and blah, blah, blah. Um, I want to mostly talk about my um, journey with love addiction and what that's done for me and why that's gotten me in the most trouble in my life and what I'm doing to like survive through that and how <clears throat> I want to help people like, um, and the relationships, um, like my life and the, the trauma I've experienced in my life and why that's made me go from a relationship to relationship and why I've been with men who have cheated and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, the point is, is I'm happy to be here with you and you're the, the interview that I wanted to do the most. So well, anyways, that's thank, why I'm here. thank you. We appreciate that. And, and I mean, use this show as your platform and we would love to hear because we do talk about addiction, obviously. Yeah. A and lot. I, and I identify as a love addict. So I do understand that side too. Um, you know, in my twenties, that was just catching the high and going from relationship to relationship and getting that high. And then once the high was over, I would leave. And that's how kind of my love addiction. Um, and, you know, obviously the Mike speaks about his addiction, sex addiction as well. So, I mean, we definitely understand that and, and want to shed more light on the love addiction because I think that's not, um, people might not understand it as, as, as much. So, um, when did you, um, start to be like, oh, okay, like this is, this is a thing, like, and start identifying that you are a love addict and seeing the patterns. So I, um, was brought on to, um, celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew in 2010 and by VH1. And I was like, um, I'm not going to do this show. Uh, I don't have any addictions. I don't really drink. I don't, you know, have a substance abuse addiction. <clears throat> and, um, you know, they were paying me a lot of money to do it. I was asked to do The Apprentice. And uh, obviously, my name was in the press a lot from just a couple months before with the tiger thing. And um, they just figured I figured they wanted me on the show. And they were just looking for an addiction. And I sat down with Dr. Drew. He sat across the table from me. My, my name was all over the press. And he looked at me and he said, Okay, stop. I want you to come on the show. But it's because you need help. And you can come on the show for whatever you want, but you're a love addict. And I'm like, why do you say that? He goes, you lost your father and uh, you lost your father. He died of a cocaine overdose. This was the one man who's supposed to love you unconditionally. You don't know what unconditional love is. Then 10 years later, your fiance was killed in the World Trade Center. This was the one man you were supposed to have like a future with. And he, he was taken from you. And then 10 years later, the media you know, follows you around and you are seen as the quintessential home wrecking whore, mistress, whatever. Like, how are you ever going to like have a normal relationship with a man? And here you are every, your name is all over the place. You are like a complete mess. Like you obviously have major issues with understanding what unconditional love is. You're, you're, you are not going to get through life unless you stick with me for the next 30 days. So I went into treatment with him and dealt with my love addiction issues. And I sat down and understood that I mistake intensity mm. for love and that I basically don't date people that I do this with. And like, mm. I, I don't date people on a straight line. I don't date what he would call boring. Do you know what I mean? Like I always date toxic people. I always do the push and pull. I would like, leave you know I would or I would I would 
make people leave because I would want them to prove that they were going to come back or that they were worthy or I was worthy or I would pick people that were unattainable. I don't just mean married. I just mean whatever the reason was that they were unattainable, you know, um, and make them prove that they were going to stay. And, um, you know, I also, um, you know, there, were, there was just many reasons, but the love addiction was something that was brought up to me by Dr. Drew and, and it ended up fitting. And um, it's been something that I've weaved through my life, my entire life. And it's really affected me. It's made me unable to be good at my job. It's been unable at some points for me to parent, um, you know, because it's really affected me. I've dated really horrible people that have, you know, affected my life in horrible, horrible ways um, to the fact where I've been in physical altercations with men that I would never, I mean, I would look at my friends and I would see them get beat up by boyfriends. I'd be like, how could you stay in relationships like that? And then that became me. I was like, how did I become that person? Mm -hmm. You know, and I would never think that that would become me. And then I would go back to them Mm -hmm. and not understand, you know? Anyway, so how did um, it how did it feel when Dr. Drew addressed that with you and was like, you have issues like you're a love addict? Were you like dismissive of it? Were you defensive about it? Or was it something that resonated pretty immediately? Well, when he said that to me, I was like, that's not a thing. That is so dumb. I mean, literally, the words that came out of my mouth were that is so stupid. That Mm -hmm. is just a made up thing. Love addiction is. sounds made up. Um, but, uh, then I started to realize that it was the, the, the signs were real, um, things, you know, that I was constantly in love with being in love. And I would, you know, I think everyone knows someone that's a love addict. They're like constantly in relationships with people or they're like moving in with someone they just met or, um, you know, they're putting a bag over the person the reality of the person that they just met, right? They don't want to see the reality of the person um, that they that they just met or that they even know, and they don't want to see the, the real things. And then when they do um, see the real signs, they like want to dismiss it. And, uh, and then there's a whole cycle of this and there becomes an anger when you see the the real um, signs of the person and they feel disappointed. And I think a lot of love addicts are um, date sex addicts and that becomes an issue because there's a push and pull Mm -hmm. of that um, because sex addicts are usually attracted to love addicts and love addicts are attracted to sex addicts. And um, there's a power pull there and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, that's just what happens. And, And there's a lot of cheating that goes on. I mean, there's just a natural cycle that happens. And, um, and I think the common bond is this, um, there's an an intimacy thing. um, And no one wants to be left. But at the same time, um, you know, the sex addict doesn't want the intimacy and the love addict wants the intimacy. And so you have this huge explosion of problems, you know? Oh, there's no question. I mean, that, that definitely resonates with us. And like as a woman and you and you you're open now about, you know, being a love addict and, and you're knowing you're understanding your story more. How is how has the reception been? Because I know as a male, right, like a lot of what I've heard is, oh, sex addiction, that's a married man's disease. You know, from a woman's perspective, how have you been how has that been received when you've expressed to people, well, I'm a love addict and it's not an excuse of why you've done what you've done, but what I tell Jen is it's an explanation of some behaviors in your life. I think that like a lot of people will say the sex addict is the man's problem and the love addict is a woman's problem, right? That They're going to say that mm-hmm. that's one or the other. And I, I think that that's bullshit. Or, or, you know, the man will betray the woman and then the man will try to use um, sex addict addiction and say, okay, well, I'll just go to rehab for sex addiction and I'm sorry. And then they, they come home. Like they'll sort of blame it on that also and then say, okay, I'll, I'll come home. I mean, there's a very big truth to that, that there, that there is an addiction, but I think a lot of men, I mean, listen, I know a lot of men will then go off and do that and then come home as, a, as an excuse. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, women do it too, though. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of people 
cheap because they're just not happy at home. And there's something to be said for yeah, marriage is hard, right? You got to make it work. There's a partnership. Here's the difference with me. I mean, I want a witness to my life. There's something to be said for like you two. You have a history. You you have there's a bond there that's a history and a knowledge. When you go off with another woman, you don't know that woman. You don't have an intimacy there. You don't know the ins and outs of what um, she likes to eat and drink and why she gets upset about the way she, uh, you know, about things that are between the two of you. Like you guys have a bond and a life, a history and a, and a knowledge of what you guys have. There's an us that this other person doesn't have, right? And that makes you guys an us and makes you special. This other woman doesn't have that. She has a one night. And and I think that there, there's something so much more in in the witness to your life than the one night stand, right? But that's what I want in my life. And that's what like, that's where the connection comes from. And um, that's what like the attraction of being in a relationship is. Um, and that's what I'm always looking for. So these people that go off and have these one night flings, it's, um, you know, I think that that's like a, a very empty thing to go off to and what people have to remember that that's, that really becomes nothing. And hopefully you, you realize that you want the us and that you, you, that that becomes what you strive for and that you work for and that marriage is, is what you're striving for. And that that's the healing that you, you want to work on the us. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I hear, I'm, I hear all of that and I can definitely relate to, to some of it. Um, I think, I think what's like hardest in this situation is um, like I never got I never got empathy from one of the, the his one of his main affair girls. And I always wondered, like, do they not think about the wife, you know, and when you're in that situation, like, is it just are, are we just not thought about because then Michael's saying it's like he's it's like it's a very selfish act like it's it's you know it's you he didn't think about me you know so it's like is that just kind of because I want the women out there that have been in my situation too and vice versa or the men or but like that it's um to have a better understanding that's so can, I ask understanding. You a can I ask you a question because I didn't hear how you how you introed me. So I have a really interesting question for you. How, sure. what's your reaction to someone like me then? Well, and this is, and this is where I feel really bad. Cause I was like, and I think my direct quote was, I was like, I hate her because, but I don't hate you. I hate his affair girls, but I label mm -hmm. everybody that's cheated on someone that girl. You know what I mean? But I hear like hearing your story now, I'm like, I get it. Like I'm, I'm a love addict. I can understand like, I can understand those things. Um, I think I just have so much hate for his affair girls that I, when I, the first thought of this was, was like, ugh, like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, like why would you want to, like why would you want to interview me? Because I didn't even think of that until you just said that. Like why would you want to interview someone like me when I'm someone to you, like who he's, who he's cheated on you with? Yeah. I didn't even think about that until you just said that. But and I feel didn't bad even saying that to, because, it didn't even occur to me. And I and which I is a horrible thing to say. No, and I'm sorry that because you know it's rude to say that I hate someone that I don't even know because people say that about us. They hate me. I get people and you know, and that's Why really rude. You? And I'm well because you know the people people don't like people for different reasons. But I sh I want to apologize because I should never have said I don't know you you know and I don't know your story and, and you now I'm learning your story but I want to apologize because that it's not fair of me to label you for the face of someone else you know because you have a story and everyone has their story sorry this is <laughs> but like so I'm I apologize for just straight up being like, no, I hate her. I don't, that's, she cheated. She's, she's the who cheated probably with my husband, you know? So I really am so sorry for just not getting to know your story before I pass judgment because I'm sure you've gotten that judgment from a, a lot of people. So that's why I did the documentary because I go through life with people hating me like 
I did something personally to them mm-hmm. and personally hurt them, personally offended them, pers- personally did something to them with such a vengeance. They hate me with a passion when I did nothing to them personally. And you're the first person that like has cause because your husband did something similar. Right. And like, that's still not right. (laughs) No, but like, no, but you're the first person that like, we're having this conversation that like, I get it because your husband like literally did something and, and it makes sense though. Right. So I, I get it. And I feel, and I, but I feel like I, I know why you have that hatred, right? And I feel horrible. I feel, hor- I feel horrible. But you have to realize I didn't do it to you. I know, yeah. And mm-hmm. I've, had to, I've had to feel hatred, like your hatred of me, for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that to you. Yeah. I did so it true. to someone else. Mm-hmm. And I feel horrible. But I didn't do it to you. Mm-hmm. And I hope you realize that. And I'm sorry that you hate. I didn't do it to you, though. No, I like, I'm sorry I like you now. Your husband... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I've all I've always loved you, but I would never cheat. You know, like I didn't do it to you, so yeah. I just want you to know that. And I I'm sorry for the mistakes that your husband made. I I would hope like I'm in support of you guys. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that I support you guys so much. I hope that I really hope that your husband doesn't make mistakes like that again. I hope I want you guys to succeed so much. I'm there for you guys so much and I I want you guys to succeed, but I didn't make that mistake. And, yeah. and I just want you to, to know that. Well, and, and, and I, and I, and I do, and I appreciate you saying that. I think it's a huge lesson for women that have been cheated on or vice versa to know that it's not um, just because someone else did doesn't mean that they're a bad person or again, saying like, cause you didn't do that to me. You are the, you're the face and the, the story of what, you know, but you're not the person you're not you're not you're not them and um and i i can't imagine living those years with so many people just hating on you and not getting to know you because i i make up but that's exhausting and it's 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 hurtful and um yeah i and i just because of um, of a feeling you had with someone that you loved or liked or whatever. So, you know, I am, I am sorry about that. I can't imagine that. I bet that's really hard. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, it's, and again, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm so sorry. And, you know, I, I would hope, I'm sorry to hear that she wasn't empathetic. That sucks. So that, yeah. She that, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Totally sucks. And you should make her apologize by the way. <laughs> Um, well, well I, I guess we shouldn't, we shouldn't <laughs> even talk to her anymore. So, yeah. but she, yeah. she sucks. Yeah. Um, um, but that's not how she should have handled it quite yeah. frankly. I mean, I don't know anything about her, so, um, yeah. but she should feel sorry. She, but you know, anyway, we won't talk about her anymore. Um, <laughs> Mike's like, thank God moving on. Okay. Go ahead, next <laughs> okay sorry. Go no, ahead. you're good. Sorry. Rachel, we've gotten this question a lot <laughs> from people about how we're going to talk to our kids when they get mm-hmm. of age with things. And we know you have a daughter who's 10? Yeah, she's eight. Eight, I'm sorry. Um, how have you, have you addressed things with her? What are your plans to, or, or you know, kind of things that are around that? Um, I haven't, but you know, she, for example, today, she just saw uh, an ad for like the tiger, the tiger doc, and she, she mentioned it. So mm-hmm. she's smart enough. She's also, you know, she's been alive for all of this meaning she's seen paparazzi follow me she's Mm. she's been alive for all of this she's never mentioned anything to me or said anything Mm -hmm. um directly but she's always been around for it so when she sees paparazzi outside she lifts her mask up she's but she's never directly said anything at some point i'll have to address something with her but i always just try to um raise her the best way I can try to give her the best skills that I know how. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that with her, but um, I will definitely um, relationships will, will definitely be something that um, is important to bring up with her. And, um, you know, I've definitely had a horrible history with her dad and me. Mm-hmm. So um, making sure I talk to her about relationships with um 
boys will be something that I definitely talk to her about, like as she starts to get interested in boys or whatever it is, you know, like I make sure that she is careful about her picker. I want, I had a horrible picker, you know, and I want to make sure that she has a good one, you know, and that she's picking the right friends and the right people. Cause growing up is hard. Having mm-hmm. the right girlfriends is hard, you know, um, people can be mean mm-hmm. and I'm really protective of her. Um, I, you know, uh, people are horrible to me still. And so I want to make sure that I, am um, 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 teaching her the right, um, skills that she's not a bully, that no one's a bully to her and that, um, whatever happens to me, I have thick skin and nothing is, uh, trickling down on her. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, just kind of comparing, the similarities that you and I have, I was also in an abusive relationship. And even after he tried to kill me, I went back and slept with him that night. Like just that, that addiction with, with love. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, they're like, do, do I have regrets with some of the relationships that I, that I've been in? And I'm like, well, no, because you know, it's, it's made me a stronger person or I've learned so much about myself. And granted, I'm sure for you, it's like, yeah, would you have wanted to have all the scrutiny the last however many years? So, I mean, maybe you might have regrets, but at the same time, now you're able to identify this love addiction and then and then be able to to have a healthy relationship moving forward. So, is that do you feel the kind of the same way, or or are you like, no, I regret this? Or well, you always have regrets, mm-hmm. right? But you always learn when you fall. Now you want to fall forward, right? So. Mm-hmm. You, you try and say, oh, okay, well, I'm glad I had these mistakes because every broken road leads you to the next road forward, sure. right? So, I mean, do I wish my life changed in the past? I mean, no, because I'm glad about who I am mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to change anything about me because now I have every tool I have to move forward. I think I know I'm a really smart person. I'm the most resourceful person I know. I could get through any situation uh, that you ask me to by myself. I don't need anyone to rely on. And I could literally get myself out of any situation and figure it out and move forward. And it's from every lesson that I've been through um, and I can handle it. I I haven't not figured out how how to attack anything, you know, by myself. So, I'm happy that I've been through everything. I mean, there are people I know that haven't been through divorces, tragedies, chaos, mm-hmm. situation. I could literally juggle everything. So do I want to go through it again? No, but I'm happy that I've experienced or touched everything so far. Um, am I going to fall or make a mistake again? Probably. We I'm human. Yeah. Do I want to be shamed again for it? No, I prefer not to, mm-hmm. but I, I'm sure I will. Um, I'd like to have some real friends around me going forward. I, I don't have a lot of those right now. It'd be nice to find some good friends and it'd be nice to find a nice uh, man in my life. It'd be nice to get married. It'd be nice to have a witness to my life and feel whole. And, uh, you know, I'm 45 years old. I'd like to feel happy you know it's really hard to find happiness and feel like you have something to look forward to and like everyone else you know I'd like to you know uh find some fulfillment in my life isn't that what we're all striving for I mean I don't fucking know sorry can I say that <laughs> no, it's okay. um what, what's one thing like but, for our listeners that they want to that you want them to take away with your story like who you are like who is the real Rachel I'd like them to watch the documentary on Sunday night. If they haven't seen the first part, it was last Sunday. You can go on HBO Max and watch it. And then I'd like you to watch it this Sunday. I'd like you guys to watch it. I think you think it's really interesting. But I'd like you to know that the media presents a picture of people and they blame people and they they make a story out of things that aren't necessarily facts. And there's things that happened. And then there's a story that happens after that. And it's not necessarily true. And there are people that go with it and everyone has to put their head down at night and put the lights out and go to sleep on a pillow. And there are people involved Mm -hmm. and, you know, have a little empathy. And I've been low, I've been down here. So now I have empathy for others and I wish other people would have empathy for others too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, uh, that's all. I just wish that people would realize I'm, I'm like you, I'm like everyone else. Mm -hmm. And, I'm not out to steal anyone's husband. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I would like to 
find my own husband. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to be friends with you guys. I want the best for other people. Um, you know, sometimes there are assholes out there. So I, I get nasty with people too. Just like I'm sure if someone attacks <laughs> you guys, you're like, you know, uh, you know, but, yeah. but beyond that, I just, you know, I want to have, you know, I have my daughter, I have, you know, I'm just trying my best and yeah. we're all trying to get through the pandemic and figure out life. And, um, I'd like to see you make more music. I love your country music. Like, you know, um, you know, that's it. I just, I just want to be happy. Well, so, we hope the a best. little less anger and nastiness in the world. <laughs> yes, please. Well, definitely. We hope the best for you, Rachel. And we appreciate your vulnerability and your willingness to come on and talk to us about such mm -hmm. a difficult subject for, you know, for all of us to talk about and for listeners to hear. But again, we appreciate you sharing your, your true story and, and we hope nothing but the best for you moving forward and that you can get out of this cloud of, mm -hmm. of shame and that people continue to put you in so yeah. again like you just said you're a human being too and you deserve empathy just like everyone else does so Appreciate we wish it. nothing but the best and i'm sorry Thanks, that I, I i yeah i just want to say i'm sorry again that i um i did what i always hate that people do from like i didn't get to know you before you know i would never say what i said in the beginning um now knowing you so i just i'm thank you for giving us the opportunity to get to know you i'm excited to watch tiger on hbo max and um whenever you're in nashville let me know Thank you. And I just wanted to say, I really uh, hope the best for the two of you. And um, I, I am so honored to have been on your program. And thank you so much for um, giving me the, the opportunity to have your forgiveness. So oh. I really do want the best for you. All right. Thank you thank so you much. So Rachel. much Appreciate Rachel. it. Have a good one. Take care. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work. Hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you my medical emergency kit. 
When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide. So you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I gotta stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. We're live. Hi, Mark. Danielle, everyone's popping on. Hi, guys. I think that went well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I mean, I'm proud of you, too. It's not. Yeah. I had so much anxiety because I felt terrible when she's like, what did you say about me? And I was like, oh, my God, I said I hated her. But I did. She her face wasn't there, you know, and that's just Mm -hmm. to show that, like. Yeah, I mean, it's to show that. Well, that you just can, goes to show, like, how much, like, when you someone goes through pain, like, that amount of pain, how it, it, it inhibits your judgment of somebody. Like, it just, it plagues your opinion on people, mm-hmm. on another human being, because of the pain that you still hold and the, the, the trauma around it. Yeah. So, that's, that, anybody going through that kind of trauma would, would no one can fault you. But also the people that didn't go through it hate her too. At time. I'm sure there's people that because hate her. Because they make up. They yeah. make up like, oh, she's just a, a wife stealer. Right. You know, right. so it's like, and I always say like, for us, like, I know people hate me, but get to know me first, then say you hate me. <laughs> you know, because I bet you let can't. Get, I bet get, you can't. I, you'll, <laughs> so, you'll wear someone down. You will like me. You like, will you like know? me by the end of the day. A hundred percent. So, you know, I did what I always hate people do to us. And so, but Mark, what'd you think? I thought it was great, and I really love the honesty on everybody's part. I love that you told her that you Agreed. said you hated her. I thought that was real because I'm sure she gets that a lot. I'm sure she appreciated the opportunity mm-hmm. to take someone who hates her and respond and to turn, it. Yeah, and respond to in it. In a I healthy think that way. That was really good in a healthy way. Yeah, I thought it was very raw and very real. I just have like, I feel like I have an elephant sitting on my chest. It's just like, or it's like, like that anxiety, like that anxiety. You know. Sure. Well, I'm I'm but, proud of you and how you handled it, and I'm sorry for the triggers that came up. But I'm sorry for you too, babe. I'm, I know it's not easy for y'all your side as well. So. No, but I, I think you know this was good for maybe the people to hear, so they can take maybe that anger, that pain that they have towards the third party or towards their significant other. And if it didn't even happen to you, just in general, been like, oh, that person's a whatever, right? And yeah. just realize that they're still a human being and they have their own. Yeah. And their own issues. And you don't know the whole story. You don't. I mean, to lose someone in 9-11, to lose her father to this, like, it's not an excuse, but it, like Michael says, it's an explanation. It can, yes. It can explain a lot of your actions throughout your life. Oh, I was researching her while we were talking to her and the picture of her on the cover of the New York Post right after 9-11 holding the picture of her missing husband. Oh. I mean, it's hard not it's to. Uh, yeah. It's hard not to feel for her when you see that photo. Agreed. Oh, man. I can't even. Um. I actually do want to watch Tiger because I like Tiger, even though I've said some things, you know, about him as well. <laughs> but um, he's an, yeah, I want to watch it. I want to watch her now that me and Rachel are besties. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm excited. Everyone watch uh, Tiger on HBO. HBO Max. HBO Max. And uh, we have, uh, yeah, we have a really amazing few episodes coming up um uh steven oh my god why am i forgetting his name steven coletti and james James lafferty are gonna be coming up soon um on the next uh few episodes so um stay tuned and uh thanks for getting through that podcast with us guys we did it together we did it together we hope it helped okay
Let's go make love, baby. Come on. (laughs) Bye. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because... It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.